Welcome to the Happiness Highway, a podcast by Marion Van Dam. Marion Van Dam is a certified hypnotherapist, a teacher of spirituality and happiness, and an international best-selling author. Well, hello, hello, and welcome to the show. This is Marion Van Dam, and I believe that every woman has a right to be very happy. Now, and a lot of these days, women are not happy, and a lot of times I read, I hear that the social media are blamed for that. The social media are to blame for women not to be happy these days. And why would that be? Because... Well, the social media, especially on Instagram and maybe also on Facebook, people only show their happy face. They only show a reflection of what they would love their lives to be. And in fact, it's not everything. It's it's not all that goes on in their lives. Now, of course, that is true. These days, I just looked up the numbers. Did you know that Facebook has 2.5 billion users worldwide. That is 250 million users every day. Well, personally, I love Facebook. I love to keep up with the birthdays of the children of my friends that I don't see every day. And I cannot go to every birthday, of course. We know so many people, so there's only so many parties we can go to. So I love to keep up with with their lives from a distance. And I really love that about Facebook. And I'm not sure, well, I would love to hear back from you. What what do you like to read most or see most on Facebook? And on the other hand, there's Instagram. It's a little younger, but also Instagram has over 1 billion users. It has 111 million users. And that's incredible, these numbers, right? And it's, it's worldwide. It's in the US. It's in, but the second countries that, um, Facebook and Instagram are biggest are India and also Brazil. So it's incredible how popular the social media are. But is it true that we can blame the social media for being unhappy? Well, I personally believe that is not true that is not the case and we should not blame the social media for being unhappy and in this episode i will explain why when you were born into this world you were a perfectly happy little baby and when you would cry because you were hungry or cold or just lonely Probably your mother would just pick you up, cuddle you, feed you, change you, and gave you everything you needed. And you were a happy baby again. And that's probably closest to what unconditional love must feel. However, soon you had to learn to adjust, to socialize a little bit, because Well, your mom couldn't be around you for 24 hours a day just to meet your needs. And, well, you learned how to wait, to how to sleep through the night, how to wait for dinner time before you ate. You learned the social rules to be quiet, 
to be a sweet girl, to behave well. Later on, you went to school and there was new rules there that you needed to apply. And everyone, every person in this world wants to be liked, wants to be loved. And if people get angry with you um, because you're not behaving well, well, that hurts. It feels like being rejected. And that is why we all have this inner wish or this this urge to, to be liked, to be good, to be accepted. And along the way in our lives, we learn all these social rules, first by our parents, then in school, by our friends, um, maybe at work we have different social rules or, or professional rules that we need to follow you got your friends your relationships on every social interaction there is people expecting things from you and also the other way around of course and as i told you earlier you have this inner well longing to be accepted to be loved and that is why you create all kind of limiting beliefs. Now, limiting beliefs is um, something I write about in my book, Happily Ever After, The Magic Formula for Turning Your Divorce into the Best Thing That Ever Happened to You. Now, I want to point out, although the title is, and my book is about divorce, the magic formula is for everyone. You don't need to be uh, divorced or going through divorce for that. That magic formula is a formula for happiness. Now, limiting beliefs, we have created those limiting beliefs in ourselves. And with every social event, or not even, but if your feelings get hurt, we we make another rule for ourselves. Okay, so I should be dressed up for this occasion, not to uh, be the, the one who's stepping out. We need to be skinny. We need to be kind. We need to be intelligent. We need to be smart. We need to be beautiful. We need to be making enough money. We need to be the perfect mother. We need to have nice children. We need, there's so many things we need to do in order to be safe and liked and appreciated that we have created this entire list in our own minds of how we should be And this is an unconscious process. Most of the time, we are not aware of our behavior or about our thoughts behind our our behavior. And that's what I help people with as a hypnotherapist. I work with the subconscious mind. Now, Wayne Dyer said, uh, he was telling when he was young, about eight years old, he would be in the classroom with his well, his school friend, a girl, I forgot her name, but the girl was very upset. So little um, Wayne Dyer, he asked his friend, so why are you so sad? And she said, well, teacher just said to me that I am being lazy in class. And, and that is not true. I'm working really hard. And then little Wayne Dyer asked her, but why do you believe, why do you believe her if, if you're not being lazy, why are you so hurt about that? What would you feel like or how would you feel if she told you that you are a yellow school bus? 
And of course, there was such a sweet little remark. And then the girl said, well, of course, I'm not a yellow school bus. I'm a girl. And little Wayne Dyer said, that's right. And you're not lazy. That's just something she's saying. But that is not necessarily the truth. And I thought that was such a beautiful lesson lying in there. Because, of course, you are not necessarily it's not true what other people say to you. And still your your subconscious mind believes that it's true and it's trying to adjust. Whereas if I told you that you look like a yellow school bus, okay, you probably just, you wouldn't even notice it because it's just a silly remark. Whereas, you know, if I saw you in person and if I would ask you, oh, did you just gain a few pounds? then you would feel probably feel hurt because that is something you're insecure about. And I would be too. Did you know that, you know, I've been working out, well, almost my entire life. And until 10 years ago, probably, or maybe 15, I don't know. But the first years I've worked out so hard. I went to the gym almost every day because I believed I needed to be skinny and I was being too fat. So the only reason I was working out was because I thought I was too fat. I didn't go because I liked it. I didn't go because I felt good about it. Well, I did feel good after the workout, I guess, because I, I did have a fit body, but I was always coming from the idea that I was not good enough. And looking back at that, that is so sad. And I nowadays also, I feel so sad about all these young girls who just, you know, who work their butts off at the gym just to look nice, just to get that booty and not about, they're not about there to enjoy themselves, but just to, to look good for the outer world. And that, of course, is something very sad. And if I look at Instagram, uh, there are a lot of these girls that I see you know, they're showing boys too, of course, there's both girls and the guys. And I think it's typically until you're about reach about 30, then you're really into how can I be most likable? How can I be like almost uber <laughs> likable? And then usually around your 30s, you start maybe having a family or, you know, you get too busy to, <laughs> to really be like the perfect person and that might also be the the time that you start to have some troubles there because some people already get burnouts in their 20s of course because they're trying to be so perfect they're trying to be perfect at their job at their social life there's so many young women i speak that that have this idea of that they need to be perfect and that everything is wrong about themselves and that is, of course, so sad, but I'm, I'm very happy that I can help these women. But usually around your thirties, when you maybe have children and a career going, you realize you cannot keep up with all these demands you made for yourself. And well, hopefully you'll just accept that <laughs> and live happily ever after. But of course, for most people, it's, it's kind of a struggle to, to let go. Actually, the only way to be happy is to learn how to let go of all your limiting beliefs about yourself. 
Because if you go back to that feeling that you had when you were just born, that you were just this perfectly happy little baby and that wasn't aware of all the expectations of other people, maybe, then you would be just free, just free to be your beautiful self. And that is exactly what I am. Well, it's hard to go exactly back to that place, of course, because you've had a life and you've had all your experiences and you have been hurt. And so you do change your behavior. But if you can go back to that feeling that, you know, you're not aware, unaware of all the other people and all of their expectations from you, and you can just be perfectly yourself without giving a care in the world about how other people perceive you, then you would be happy. So, of course, there is a balance between asocial <laughs> behavior and just being your true self. and. You'll have to find that balance for yourself, of course. But I help people to get rid of those limiting beliefs that actually are limiting to you to be happy. And so can we blame it on the social media? No, I don't think so. But if there is anything inside of you that feels threatened or heard, then this is an invitation for you to work on, to accept that part of you. If I tell you that, or if anyone tells you that, I don't know, that maybe you didn't clean your garden or your, your house is a mess, yeah, does that really bother you? How important is it to you what other people think of your garden or your house? That is something, yeah, you have to decide for yourself. And if you rather spend your time doing other things than cleaning your house, then maybe it's not such a big deal. And usually what other people tell you um, about how you should behave or don't do that or, oh, you shouldn't, this is all about fears that they have, about their fear for rejection. They want to keep you safe. And that's why I said, oh, maybe you shouldn't take that trip to that faraway country because, you know, you might get robbed, you might get hurt, you might catch a, a disease. You rather stay home and be safe. Well, yeah, you could do that, but you know, that would be kind of boring just to stay in that little comfort zone all the time. <laughs> so here is where you need to stand up for yourself and say, well, thank you for your concern, but I feel I have to do it this way or that way because this is my way and I feel most comfortable. Or yeah, I could stay home comfortably but I want to broaden my horizons. I want to be bigger than this. And I want to get rid of all my limiting beliefs because I know there's a world outside there that is waiting for me that I need to discover. And, and maybe I can shine my light there or, or learn new things that will make me a better person. And maybe I need, I'll meet people that will inspire me or maybe I will inspire new people. So I don't have the time. I don't have the time to be scared of the world, of believing my own limiting beliefs. I, I need to free myself from those limiting beliefs so I can truly shine my true light and be my biggest me. So if you count like over the years, you see that from the moment you are born until, well, roughly around 30 years, your first 30 years, you're just trying to 
fit in. You're trying to obey all the social rules and you're creating all these limiting beliefs for yourself. And somewhere between 30 and 40 years old, you start to realize it's not really working for you anymore. You know, and this is just really roughly the the age that I, you know, some people are bumping into it much earlier, some people later, and some people never ever. And that is all good. I'm just saying roughly, so the first 30 years of your life, you are stacking all these limiting beliefs upon yourself. And well, between 30 and 40, around that period, yeah. It's not working for you anymore. And maybe you become unhappy. Maybe you get fired. Maybe you get a burnout. Maybe you lose a person close to your heart. Maybe you get an accident or get injured. There are so many things that can happen. But usually when you have something like that happening between 30 and 40 years old, it is really a gift to you or an invitation to start to let go of all those limiting beliefs and to truly find yourself again. For me, it was my divorce that was like an accelerated for this process, for letting go of all my limiting beliefs. And it was a rough one. This is very personal for everyone, of course. And then after your 40th, you're trying to rediscover who you truly are. What is it that you came for here in the world? What is your special talent and how can you shine your beautiful self, your beautiful talent as brightly as you can? Because you have these gifts to share with the world. It's not to to stay small would be selfish. You really have to shine your light because you have a special energy. You have a special gift. You have a special talent i don't know maybe it is your super kindness or your super loving or maybe you're a great artist but we all need that special energy that is yours so after your 40th or maybe you're early maybe it's you know you realize this in your 20s already then go for it shine as bright as you can because we need you we need your love we need your light we need your creativity your I don't know, maybe you're very funny. We need your jokes to realize things and to grow bigger as a person. So can we blame it on the social media? No, we cannot. And of course, I do agree that uh, on the social media, most people are giving a one-dimensional image of themselves. They just show their happy face and... Well, it's just an affirmation for my theory that we so want to be liked. We so want to be perfect. We so, and when I look at all these pictures, I just see, you know, the pain behind that person because nobody is happy all of the time. I'm not happy all of the time. I take up every challenge that I get, every chance that I get to grow from, to evolve as a person, to to learn to let go of more of my limiting beliefs and to embrace more of my, yeah, my shadow sides, my, of course, I'm not perfect. I I can be messy. I can be, I don't know, sometimes I, I say harsh things to people and I don't mean to hurt them, but sometimes, you know, you're just, it happens sometimes. And I don't like that about myself all of the time, but 
it's who I am and I'm I have to be at peace with that. I don't need to be perfect. I know that I have my special talents. I know I have my things to share with you. And that is, I can teach you how to be happy. And that is what I do. And that is what I love doing. I hope you loved this episode of the Happiness Highway. And I would love to learn more about what your limiting beliefs are. What is keeping you small? What is keeping you back from living your full life because this is very important first step is to realize what are my limiting beliefs and head over to my website to find more information about limiting beliefs you can read my book or get some free exercises i have beautiful training coming up love your selfie now and if you liked what you heard please head over to my website uh, to the podcast website because i have a beautiful little tab on the right side it's gold and if you press on it you can leave me a voice message and i would love to hear your question so i can respond to that or maybe you have something else to share with me but please go over to my website and hit that button because i would love to hear from you well thank you for listening again and see you next time on the happiness highway bye